everybody out there we are back it's your boy kevo and you know this is the great northern way we are so excited to be here today we're just it's a lovely day here in canada and uh everybody should just be smiling right now because we got beautiful sunshine beautiful weather everything is going great and i'm just i'm just having a great time we got a great show for you guys today uh, today we have a special show. Now this is entitled The Dating Game Part 2. We did Part 1 and uh, we broached the subject and we got some great feedback. Uh, I really appreciate you guys for that feedback. Once again, uh, just please, if you are out there, if you're on social media, please do follow us on Instagram at The Great Northern Way, P-O-D, that's on Instagram. And then also on Facebook, you can reach us at K-E-V-O, Cabell, C-A-B-E-L-L. And we do appreciate your, your, your feedback. We appreciate your listenership. And we just appreciate you guys being a part of this journey. And uh, also, we, we want to say that if you can, subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts. Hit that subscribe button and rate us. There is a five-star uh, rater. We're not your Uber driver, but we will get you there. So please rate us and let us know how you're liking it, what, you know, what we could do better whatever it is that you see fit so we really appreciate that and uh with no further ado yeah we're gonna get into it guys i have some very got and women i have some very 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 special guests with me today joining me today all the way uh one from montreal and one from right here in burnaby i have a special guest number one is linza how are you doing today linza i'm great great excited to be here we're excited to have you. We're excited that, you know, you guys just sharing your time with us here on this beautiful day. We know it's a bunch of things you could be doing in Vancouver. So we definitely appreciate your time. And also, guys, from all the way from Montreal, guys, we have the sister of Linda, Samira. How you doing today, Samira girl? Hello, bonjour. I'm doing well. Happy to be here as well. Ooh, parlez-vous français. Okay. <laughs> Bien. Uh, that was very cool. Guys, that was some... Francais for you, you know, uh, Samira, tell them a little bit about Montreal and the, some of that uh, French connection you just were giving us. Well, I've been out there for about two years now. Um, obviously with COVID, it's been harder to socialize, but it's a beautiful uh, city with so much history and it's a melting pot. I mean, it's, uh, it's a great city to be in. Wow. And so are you, are you uh, you know, fluid French speaker? Are you intermediate? Uh, where, where's your level of French? French? Uh, beginner level. I'm kicking myself for taking Spanish in university at this point, but it's slow and steady. I mean, I'm learning uh, and hopefully this summer I'll be able to actually converse with people face to face as opposed to just learning French online. Oh, well, you know, I've actually done that as well. I've done but Habla Espanol también. Yes, I speak Spanish. Oh, okay. Mucho well, gusto. Guys, we are multicultural around here. <laughs> We're doing it all. It's Lindsay's over there smiling. I'm Lindsay, I don't I don't know. We ain't gonna put you on blast while hablo español también. No. Oh no. I know I don't I just know that was a question and the answer is probably no. <laughs> oh, see see Lindsay specializes in the fine art of raised eyebrows and that that's how she knew it was a question. <laughs> see, because if you look at context clues, you can understand any language, right? Right. If I'm keeping it real, but no, guys, we um, we're just here uh, to dive into that that that's that sticky subject matter, that thing, that uh, that uh, that taboo. It's it's just dating 
you know, being young adults in this dating world and being out there, it's 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 a thing. So, uh, yeah, I, I uh, first, I, I mean, I don't know, which is, Linda, who's older? Linda, Samira, which one? I'm five years older than her. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, just, just by that nature, I may want to ask Samira first. Is that okay, Linda? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, uh, just a quick question. Uh, what Samira, sorry. What was your longest relationship uh, here? Uh, excuse me. Well, I can I can say if you grew up you grew up here, where Vancouver or or Montreal? No, I've only been in Montreal for two years. Two years. So okay. So Calgary's you know the hub. Okay. And I have spent a couple years, uh, 2016 and 17 in Vancouver. Okay. But yeah, mainly I was doing all my dating and such in Calgary, Alberta. Okay, okay, okay. So, they, wow, we got another one. So, we got Vancouver covered, we got Montreal covered, and now we got Calgary. So, now I got to remix that question. What, Samira, was your longest relationship in Calgary? Um, so, I'm a divorcee. I was married before. And uh, we were together for a total of six years um, and married for just over a year. Wow, wow, that's cool. Were you guys friends friends first uh, prior to the relationship? or Not really. He was oh. a DJ at a club. Okay. We used to frequent called Outlaws on Wednesdays. Shout out to all the Outlaws uh, uh, partitions. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, he was just basically DJing there. I was actually not having a great night, but it was winding down. My girls were still on the dance floor. And yeah, he approached me. Um, we were speaking for at least well between six year or six months to a year and then we started dating shortly after wow wow and that's that's really cool thank you for opening it up yeah that's uh that's an interesting way and i'm glad that you know i guess he was able to make you feel better uh in that way and yeah you know it's very interesting and that's a lot different than the world we live in today because obviously we know the world we live in today a lot of relationships happen online um but that's a good point about the organic we're going to talk about the uh, organic ways to meet people mm -hmm. so but now i gotta ask this little sis uh your little sis linda <laughs> <laughs> uh what was your longest relationship either i, I gotta i gotta bring in calgary just because sis said that so what was your longest relationship either here or calgary um, so my relationship started in Calgary and ended in Vancouver, but it was about 10 years, 10 years long. Wow. In 2022 terms, let's see, 10 years carried one exponent of five. One third of integer. my life. <laughs> Hold on. I'm saying, no, I'm, I'm doing the 2022 math. That's that counts. If we was in 1950s, that would count about like a 50 year anniversary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That 10 years is a real that's a real big thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, wow. And then were you guys friends? Like I asked your sister, were you guys friends prior? No, we weren't friends. Uh, we met through some mutual friends. We dated for about five years and then we got married. And we were together for probably another, yeah, another five years or so. So 10 years altogether. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's, that is very interesting. That is very, uh, you, you guys bring some unique perspectives to the table and we're going to get into those. Uh, but you know, I got to go back to Samira now. Uh, <laughs> so what, what, okay. So was this significant other, the, uh, ex-husband of, uh, what, six, six, seven years? Seven. It was about six years, yeah. Six years. Was he from Vancouver or, excuse me, Calgary or elsewhere? Um, Jamaican by nationality. 
well, Jamaican and Italian. Um, and, but we met in Calgary. So he pretty much did most of his schooling and upbringing in Calgary as well. Well, nice, nice. So Jamaican and Italian. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, pardon me, I just don't even know how Jamaican and Italian <laughs> person. But one is like, yo, man, I want to talk to Tiara herself. Come around over here. Come around, bit. And be like, what's going on? Pas, pa, pa, uh, patois. Ah, yeah, man. I just, I'm just trying to really see how a Jamaican and Italian like come together. Like, I don't know. I think Jamaicans, um, shout out to Kingston, all my people out there. What's up, fam? Uh, and that's oh, where he's from, you, Kingston, Portmore. Shout out wait, wait, Riverside, wait, 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 Red Hills. What, what, we gonna turn this into something else? <laughs> wait, hold on. Is yeah. that water in your bottle, or is that something else? We we about to get it turned. Uh, it's a li- I can't. I can't really say. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Give me some of those places one more time, because you know what? Respect, man. Yeah, I've been to uh, Kingston. I've been to Ocho Rios, Mobay. Uh, Chaka Cove, uh, Spanish Banks. Spanish Yeah, but mostly I was in the heart of uh, Jamaica in Kingston. Wow, and it's so funny how in Vancouver there's a Spanish Bay. Yeah. Or is it Spanish Bay or Spanish? Spanish, Spanish Banks. Banks. Spanish, Spanish Banks? Spanish Banks. Okay. Look at, look at the Vancouver trying to copy my style. You're not like me. Um, no, so he's Jamaican Italian. That's, that's just a very interesting thing. So, um, and a DJ. And a DJ. Yes. And he used to fix computers and just all, just a very um, entrepreneurial type of mind, mindset. And also just, I wanted to interject in Jamaica, there's actually a huge melting pot of, it's very diverse. So there's, you know, Asians, there's black, there's Hispanic, Italian, like it's, uh, it's quite eclectic out there. No, you're right. When I was in Kingston, I did notice that um, because I stayed at an Airbnb and it was a bunch of different people from all around. They all like worked together. It was so cool. And there was this guy. I mean, he looked like, uh, 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 what's that guy? Uh, Jack. Um, oh, my God. What's Bob the, Marley? What, no, what's the rapper name? Uh, the, um, Jack Harlow. Oh. He looked just like Jack Harlow. <laughs> But then when he came to talk to me, what's up, brother? How y'all doing? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, he's smiling. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all good, Kev. Just, just tell him how you doing. Like, and I'm just like, listen, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Like, he, he looks like he could, you know, be from any suburb in L.A. or something. But, yeah, he speaks perfect patois. Yeah, and it's mine. not even about the ethnicity, right? It's more so about the respect. Because, like, I got the vibe from him the same as I got it from anybody else who may have not has been, um, not have been from his same background so yeah it's really interesting and they're very entrepreneurial um and uh yeah i believe his dad worked in portland uh so oregon uh, no port portland out in um the uh oh gosh port i can't Mark? remember portmore portmore see okay. i'm the one that messed up ladies I and gentlemen you. see i said portland <laughs> she read me right she meant port i meant portmore thank you got you appreciate you but yeah no so anyways it was a good time out there but um yeah, for you. How about you, uh, Samira? What was your, was your significant other? Were they from Calgary or Vancouver or elsewhere? Uh, they well, he grew up in Toronto, and uh, I met him in Calgary. So, yeah, but he grew up in Toronto. Oh, okay, okay, great. And yeah. so, and I, I mean, you guys, I take you guys met in Calgary. We met in Calgary, yeah, and then we did some traveling, you know, back and forth from Calgary to t- Toronto. But we did live in Calgary together. Okay, cool, cool. And so, you know, this is a kind of a dead question. Obviously, you guys have both said that these are past former relationships, but how did the did the weather 
what role did the weather play? And I don't know. I know in Calgary, I was told by a friend that they can get up to like negative 30 in the winters and stuff like that. But during the summer, uh, it's just as hot as anywhere else. Mm. But uh, just just have to ask that question because of the, you know, the, the weather here in this in this country. Do you feel like the weather first I asked you, Samir, do you feel like the weather aided it? Does it play a role to it or did it hurt it? You know, being that cold. What do you think? I mean, everybody shacks up during the winter, right? Mm-hmm. Hibernation mode. I'm glad you're keeping it real, girl. <laughs> so it's uh, it's easier to be joint at the hip during the winter and then spring. I mean, a lot of breakups actually happen during spring, summer. Everyone's trying mm-hmm. to live their hot girl, it's hot boy summer. season. Right. I don't know what the other one is, coffee but season, that's right. That's the word. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, during hibernation mode, I mean, you're Netflix chilling and ordering the uh, DoorDash or skip the dishes and... You know, uh, summertime, springtime comes along and everyone wants to be out and about. So you're more social, meeting new people around new circles, you know, living your best life. Wow. I'm so glad you brought up that point because, you know, that is an L.A. thing that happens a lot. It's seasonal sometimes. I mean, of course, each person should be different. Each person should write their own book. Nobody should pay attention to what goes on, you know, around them. However, yes, we are aware, like your sister was saying, that, yeah, it's cuffing season come winter and and, uh, you know, it's let go season. It's uh, it's not you. It's me. But it's also spring and I got that spring body. So, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> that like, spring you, itch. Huh? Yeah. Spring itch. I got the spring itch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we, we just have to be aware. But no, it's just funny hearing you guys say that 1500 miles from Los Angeles, where that is also something that happens. But, you know, hey, and then also it's, it's across the border as well. So uh, what do you feel, Linza? Do you feel uh, as far as with the weather, did it aid? Did it hurt it, or how did you guys work around it? Um, I want to say that weather didn't play a significant role in my past relationship because it was such a secure relationship. So we kind of would just do the, the basic things you do during the winter and then kind of like the outdoorsy you know, type of thing in the summer. But I do believe that you know, when the summer comes around, people just want to be wild and just go out and party and have fun. But if you're in a secure relationship, I don't think that the weather really plays a huge role. I love that answer. That is exactly, I, I love how you guys have given me both sides of that coin. Um, and because it's both, it's real. Um, and it's so true. And I love how you balance that off with saying, yeah, there's this, but what's my bond? Like my bond is, is stronger. Than, it's called than weathering the storm. Yes. Ooh, <laughs> Just wanted bet. to drop that hotline right there. Yeah, yeah. No, I love this. I love I love that you guys are matching wits. And I don't even have to be the one. I could just turn <laughs> it over to Samir. But actually, that gets into uh, a question that I was supposed to ask prior but didn't. Uh, so, you know, we talked about the weather, and you said they didn't play a part there, Linda. And Samir, I guess you were saying it not either. But, um, uh, you know, on the up and up, how, first you, Samir, how did the relationship end? Honestly, I was young. Um, you know, a lot of relationships actually do pan out when you, you know, you go through life together. Um, but for me, he was older. I've always been into older guys. That's no secret. <laughs> um, and so I just feel like, well, I left the relationship. Um, happily so. I would never look back. Um, great guy just we were at really two different places in life I was just starting to spread my wings going to university becoming independent making my own money 
but we were kind of a power couple. So we traveled a lot. We traveled everywhere. I mean, across the globe and uh, bought properties together. Like we were it. Um, but I left because I just wasn't ready to like have children at the time and just be at home 24 hours. I was again in school, working during the day, going to school at nighttime and then you know, broadening, broadening, I mean, broadening my horizons. I was going into oil and gas and he just kind of wanted to settle down and have babies and not have me go to work or school. So we didn't really see eye to eye on that. And um, I just, I guess I was working with my, our older sister at the time. And after a year of complaining, she basically told me to shut up or do something about it. So I did something about it. And it wasn't necessarily me leaving right away. I just wanted space. So we had a separation. And those of you get that have had a divorce or are separating, you have to actually be separated for a year legally. You have to file for a separation agreement. And then after a year, you either come back together, reconcile, or you know you proceed with the divorce, which is what I did. Wow, I thank you so much for your transparency, Sabrina. <laughs> I really, I think you speak and have the voice for a lot of young women out there, um, no matter where you are, um, who have felt that. And that, you, you kind of hit me in the chest because it's like, yeah, you know, as men, we kind of think of it in our way and we see our way. I don't know the guy. I, I've never met, I only met you. Mm-hmm. So I'm hearing your perspective and your viewpoint. Right. And what you're saying is hitting me in the chest as a man because sometimes we just don't think about that other side of the coin. No, and, and, and another thing that I wanted to bring up is like, in terms of statistics, when a woman does forego her future, her education, her own autonomy, um, and then, you know, a lot of relationships, if you look at the statistics, they do end up in divorces. And a lot of times women have to do the child rearing. And then once they part from their relationships, they now have to be the breadwinners. And if you don't have an education and no background in, you know, the workforce, they end up not biding well with life. So that's just something I refuse to do. Yeah, shout out to my mom. She uh, was married for about 20 years. And uh, yeah, she had a divorce and uh, she'd been a housewife to, you know, for all those years and, uh, you know, did what she could to raise us and whatever it is to prepare the home and do all the things that a house, you know, wife should be. And uh, yeah, I did actually just spoke with her the other day about how rough it must have been for her at that time. And I remember her expressing some things um, and and I mean, me, me being scared for her, uh, but shout out to her. She uh, transitioned well. She went back to school, got her degree, and you know, it kind of moving forward with her independence. So yeah, you know, this is a this is a great other side of the coin, and it, it's good to hear from you. Uh, so for you, uh, Linda, what uh, on the up and up? What did uh, led to the breakup, or did you guys grow apart, or uh, was it similar to what your sister was saying? Um, it was a little bit different. Um, uh, we met, well, we met when I was very young, and uh, I think what happened was I grew a lot as a person throughout those 10 years together, and um, I just eventually got to a place where I felt like I outgrew the relationship, and also there were some things that happened that I, I felt that I should have left but didn't, but when I got to that place where I was really secure in who I was, loving myself, respecting myself, knowing what I deserve, what I want in life, 
when I got really clear about that, it just wasn't aligning with the relationship that I was in anymore. So it was hard. It was very hard, you know, because when you're with somebody for that long, you you grow very attached and you it's it's hard to start over, especially with when you have a child, which I do have a child with that person. So it was a very hard decision. It took a while to get there. Um, but yeah, that's what happened. So would you say you were like setting a whole lot of new boundaries for yourself or? Yes. And that was something very new, very new because I was not that type of person when we first met. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Go ahead, Samir. Take over this interview. I'll be a fly on the wall. I mean, you know, I got dressed up, but that don't mean I got to talk. Yeah, look at my fly, by the way. Nice. Well, thank you. Audio doesn't do it justice, y'all. Oh, well, well, I appreciate you. Appreciate that, Samir. That thank you from that coming from coming from you guys. That's uh that's a big compliment. These are some beautiful sisters, ladies and gentlemen. Uh yeah, audio does not do them <laughs> justice as well. Um but, you know, um also going back to did you 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 answered that question, right? That was Yeah. That was your answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you Samira, back to you, big sis. Um <laughs> so, do you feel I don't know, you know, you have you wait well, i guess this is a montreal question have you been in a relationship in montreal at all yes okay okay thank you so i can ask because yeah. people want to know i got you Samir. hold on yeah. so, okay. so 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 people, <laughs> it's, it's, it's about that tea time yeah. okay. okay so no so um well because people may not know especially in the states how beautiful montreal is or how romantic is this is the good tea um jasmine so since you were in a relationship or, or may currently be in Montreal, do you feel like the landscape of Montreal help you to plan date night and for you guys to, you know, have fun as a couple? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Montreal, it, you, you just fall in love with it at, at every angle. It's so laissez-faire. It's very European. I mean, people are carrying, it's, you know, it's picturesque, perfect. People are carrying their baguettes and doing picnics and they're very, um, I just want to say they're very lax. And uh, yeah, it's very romantic and people just don't care. Like they're just living their lives, doing what they, they remind me very much of New Yorkers actually. Like no nonsense, busy doing what they're doing, don't really care about what's going on. Um, but the city itself is so romantic. I mean, you could be sitting in a park outside of a cathedral church having lunch or going to one of the mer- uh, very many um, sightseeing areas and i mean let's talk about their fashion their fashion everyone's so unique out there and the food if guys if you're a foodie head out to montreal shout out montreal smoked smoked meat i mean i mean the baguettes the pastries um my one of my favorite places to frequent is a it's a hotel i mean not a hotel it's close to a hotel but it's a restaurant um called uh rayan they have the best seafood best lobster so yeah, I mean that's the place to be if you're trying to fall in love, right? And I have to ask, and I gotta follow that up for the people. They want this good tea. <laughs> Are you currently in a relationship now, Samir? Yes. Okay, so I guess that 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 is what uh, helps us to expound. So give us some actual specific things, and I mean not too specific, but uh, <laughs> that the people can kind of live through you to see how you know they could plan dates in Montreal if they ever go. Well, honestly, I'm an open book, so and I'm very open-minded. And it actually wasn't a connection that I made online. He basically knocked on my door. Plumber. Okay. So after a few times of coming, oh yeah, 
and this, this is during COVID. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we got these exclusives <laughs> out here. Linsa didn't even know about that. Yeah, That's how exclusive this show is, ladies and gentlemen. We, we, we make sisters open up about the things that the other sister does not know. But yeah. Go ahead, Samir. So there was a leak, and he basically came to the door. He was a plumber, you know, uh, owns his own business. Shout out to all the fine men from Iran, Persian men. What? And yeah, he's I didn't even Iran. know he was Persian. No, he's Persian, <laughs> and her ex-husband is Persian as well. So. Ladies and gentlemen, all these exclusives going down. We are helping men the bond of yeah. Lindsay <laughs> Didn't even know he was Persian. Okay. So yeah, basically came a couple times to eradicate the situation with the. There was a flood outside. It wasn't even in my unit, but they were basically doing an, an inspection. And after a few times of you know showing up, he just asked me if I wanted to go out on a date. I was pretty standoffish at first. I was like, COVID, I don't know anybody here. But at the same time, I was like, you know, you're kind of cute. So we went from there. We pretty much hit the ground running um, and, you know, have been together ever since. Nice. Love it. And I love how <laughs> Linsa was just amazed. Persian. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't. Uh, so the same question for you. Um, how do you, do you feel? Uh, wait, first of all, are you in a relationship currently? Yeah. Okay. Yes. And do you feel the landscape of Vancouver uh, helps plan date night or uh, allows you to be creative? Because, uh, well, I'm, we'll get into that later, but, but do you feel like it helps you? Yes, definitely. There's so much to do in Vancouver. So much beautiful nature. We can go hiking. We can go boating. Well, in the summertime when the weather, you know, permits. There's so many outdoor activities and it just, you know, it helps a relationship just, you know, bond and and enjoy life together so yeah definitely oh, okay. landscape plays a huge part nice that's good to hear i mean that's what you know montreal and vancouver we're talking about two very beautiful cities but they couldn't be more polar opposite right. um on you know two different coasts and whatnot um but you know we did speak about this earlier linsa and i definitely didn't want to let this go without this going so sorry samira i'm gonna have to leapfrog you and go to little sis first um but what uh please talk about and and I'll interject as well if needed. But do you feel? How do you feel like the landscape is dating? I mean, and maybe prior to your current mate, uh, when you are a minority uh, here in Vancouver, uh, where it's getting to be a little, uh, somewhat of something of a diversity. However, it's a little lacking. But uh, what are your experiences dating here as an ethnic woman? Okay, so um, let's go back to dating in Calgary. Um, so there isn't there's a larger population of of um black people in calgary where well there may be a larger population here but i you see more black people in calgary so as like a black woman dating in calgary um it's very easy to meet and connect with other well with black men whereas here in vancouver it's it's pretty rare honestly to 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 come across somebody like a black man or even a black woman in my personal experience so that was different for me um so I, i've been approached by a lot of different types of people in vancouver you know white asian hispanic um but rarely black men and so that's been very different wow wow shedding some light um okay so if i can i interject Yes, please. I gotta ask the sisters for permission. <laughs> um, I, from what I heard when I was out uh, uh, one time at the uh, oh Cactus Club was it? I was just speaking to people out there, and uh, a young lady that I was speaking to, me and a friend, 
she actually said that a lot of Vancouver men aren't very aggressive. They're more passive, so they're not going to uh, go out of the way like the plumber, right, who <laughs> knocked on your door and was like, hello, can I fix piping, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to do that. So, uh, I mean, well, then that way, it was a professional. Actually, that guy was pretty bold because he crossed the professional line. Right. Right? You know what I mean? So, I, I got to give my bad props. Montreal in the house. But as far as Vancouver is concerned, Linsa, um, from what I was told by this person who was from Vancouver, that a lot of um, Vancouver men aren't going to be aggressive. She found me to be quite... She just, just found me to be interesting because, you know, yeah, I can easily speak to someone but right um i agree i think that men here are not very aggressive and i've had experiences in other cities like toronto for example where men will just come right up to you and they will they'll like you know ask you out they'll they'll buy you a drink like they're very forward whereas men here are a little a little bit more reserved that's what my experience has been as well wow thank you for that thank you for that transparency so how about you big sis how do you feel the men of Montreal? I mean, we, we have this, we have, you know, what, how, how he approached you in that situation, but maybe even prior to that, were you, do you think you got enough information to talk about how the men in Montreal may be? Yeah, so, I mean, just bringing it back to what she was saying, when I was living out here for a couple of years, I found it actually really difficult to, to meet men. They're a lot more reserved, as she mentioned, and I actually found a lot of, more diverse men approaching me so like caucasian asian hispanic and um in montreal it's i was actually pleasantly surprised to find a lot of black folks out there um and the men mostly the they're from they're haitian so french creole type but there's a lot of um especially where i reside is close to the university of of montreal and it's uh, predom predominantly um anglophone so a lot of them speak English but if you go head out out east a little more to La Salle and or even to Quebec two hours away they're predominant uh, predominantly uh, francophone so Wait, and what does that mean for our viewers in America oh, who are right. like whoo she just yeah. hit us <laughs> so anglophone <laughs> is just an area where they speak more English francophone is an area where they speak more French break it down sister right and and I actually found a little bit of a language barrier hence why I told you prior uh, that, you know, I was kind of kicking myself for not taking French. It's a harder language to grasp and to speak if you're not active. And so, again, during COVID, it was, you're not getting a lot of that practice, that back and forth, right? But, um, yeah, there's a lot of black men out in Montreal, fine black men, mind you. <laughs> Worldly black men who could tell yes, you something about someone, right? exactly. Are yeah, they that's... passive or are they aggressive? Oh, they're aggressive. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. they will... They have no shame in their game mm. at all. Mm. Yeah. I love this. I love this. Um, wow. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of speechless. But yeah, you know, um, so I guess in, in your way, you're saying uh, the question was about um, being an ethnic woman dating in these particular places. And we talked about Vancouver. And so it sounds like you may have a slightly different experience than your sister. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, there's maybe Haitian friends. Oh. Go ahead, sis. Um, I just wanted to add that um, I have found that when I found that not just me, but my other, you know, friends who are also black women have kind of experienced the fetishizing of black women. And it's kind of where, 
you know, men of other backgrounds, like a Caucasian man, for example, they'll pursue you and they want you, they think you're beautiful, but do they necessarily see you as their wife and somebody they want to truly settle down with? I feel like in my experience and in also I speak for my friends that have had the same experience, they also have felt fetishized where it's like, yes, you're exotic, you're beautiful, we want you, we want to date you, we want to have fun with you, but we don't necessarily want to settle down with you, raise a family, you know, that type of thing. That's so, actually a really great point. Yeah. So what is we, we almost might be touching on something else. I mean, I love that we are going so deep into this that we're breaking barriers, but I, this is what this is about. And please continue. I was just going to add that um, it just makes it hard to date um, and take men seriously uh, when that has been the experience a lot for women of color. And that specifically is here in Vancouver. Specifically yeah. in Vancouver. And then, so now I'm going to yes. juxtapose that to Calgary. Calgary, um, it's easier. It's 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 different. So, um, yeah, I'd say it's harder to date here. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Ah, well, nice. Wow, this is this is really mind blowing. I really appreciate that. Uh, you know, and and I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to add to that, uh, sis, Samir. No, I think that was on point. Nice, nice. And actually, so what I was going to get into regarding date night, I mean, we, we kind of went a little further than that. But actually, ViaTravelers.com rated Vancouver pretty high when it came to romantic cities uh, from 1 to 30. And I just want to give you guys an opportunity because this is mind blowing. What do you think Vancouver fell in that uh, top? And I mean the world. Oh, wow. Um, in the world. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you each a try. Usually I give two tries, but since you guys are sisters, one each. Uh, you said one to, one to 30? Yes, from number one to 30. Okay, big sis first. Wow. Um, I mean, I just have so many different things running through my mind because I've traveled a lot. So I'm trying to compare. And I would actually say Vancouver is one of the hardest places, actually. Montreal isn't. Um, Calgary isn't. Toronto again they're aggressive and then also when you're like traveling and stuff people kind of have like that vacation mode so they're more open they may not maybe look for anything serious and it's kind of like a fun vacation vibe no everybody knows about that yeah. I still got our groove back exactly no but uh, but for this question I'm saying Vancouver was rated number well they were rated very high in the top 30 but I'm just curious if you guys, either of you would know well, or could guess. guess. Yeah. I mean, in terms of the city itself and the things to do, the activities, and I mean, it's a great place to fall in love or to, you know, be dating and stuff because there's just a, an abundance of things to do. And um, Can we get a number, sis? Pardon? Can we no. get a number, sister? Ooh, I would, top 30, I, you know, I would... Uh, I don't know, I'd say between five and 10 on the list. I wouldn't say it's like the top five. Very, very high. Okay, so I'm a, your guess is between five and 10. All right, so go ahead. Um, uh, my guess is somewhere around 20 to 25. <laughs> Y'all are safe. Are. <laughs> That's diverse. He asking for a number, girl. I'm about to give him a range. Don't right? nobody, I like all ranges, Range Rovers, well, Land Rovers. <laughs> well, you said in the world though. I did. I in the world, world. there yeah. is there are so many places in the world, and when I think about little little old Vancouver, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to say somewhere in the 20s, exactly. mid 20s. 
Well, actually, sister was hotter. Big sis was hot because it's actually ranked number nine in the world. No way. I was, that's why I said, see, between five and ten. <laughs> look, look, people at home, go. look how she's going to defend five through ten. That's yeah. why I said five through ten. <laughs> so, because nine is within five through ten, right? Yeah. No, it's no, it's no, it's hilarious. No, but yeah, it's, it's good. Good guess. It actually threw me for a loop because that's the world, you know. Mm -hmm. That's above the Maldives, actually, the Virgin Islands, Greece, and Casablanca. Wow. But but that would be kind of like the exception, not the rule, right? Because Vancouver is, if you look at it in terms of the um, the weather, I mean, it, it is rainy and whatnot, but it's a beautiful city. Uh, you know, you can have picnics and, you know, if you want to just kind of go into a little cabin for the weekend or whatnot, there's, there's an abundance of places that you can really enjoy in terms of like environment and stuff, right? But... Um, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to fall in love in Australia or Hawaii or the Maldives? But that's kind of, I think kind of, I see it as the exception, not the rule. No one's really just going to be rolling up to the Maldives. You're going to be planning a vacation out there, right? I love how you brought some levity. I love how you brought that. So very quickly. So uh, let's talk about, we haven't, we've gone everywhere, but near <laughs> online dating or dating apps. Okay, first of all, big sis, are you, well, you are in a relationship. Prior to, were you on a, were you on in a relationship? I mean, excuse me, were you on a dating app? Yes, I, I did. I tried the whole Tinder thing for like a whole of five seconds. I was like, I'm tired of scrolling and it's just, it just, I don't know, I'm kind of old school. Like I'd like to rub shoulders and, you know, talk on the phone. Or have and, your man knock on your door. Exactly. I got Some you. flowers and like, okay, I got a, a date planned and I'm a foodie again, so I like to kind of converse and face to face over dinner or something like that. Um, online is uh, quite a treachery of things and let's not even talk about catfishing and I just feel like in today's day and age with technology and, and whatnot, of course online is the way to go because you have access to people that you normally wouldn't really maybe pass by across the street or whatnot. Um, so yeah, I was on Tinder, I was on Facebook dating, um, but I get bored, bored very fast. And then there's so many men to keep track of. Like, I just, it's kind of confusing. <laughs> that is hilarious. I love that, Samira. She's keeping it real. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's really beautiful. So oh, yeah, she you. may have, well, prior to the plumber, she may have to keep track. Not no more. She can keep track yes. of the one. Too many. <laughs> so uh, what about you, Linsa? I, you're in a good relationship now, but prior to uh, this relationship, uh, were you on dating apps? And what was your experience? Um, yeah, I was on dating apps briefly. Um, it was a nightmare, to be completely honest. Um, lots of attention, honestly, lots of guys like messaging and stuff. But at the end of the day, I think it, it's really hard to find quality people. And a lot of people just aren't on there with, well, I mean, if your goal is to, you know, just date and go on like multiple dates and that's fine if that's what, you know, somebody wants to do. But I was kind of on there with intentions of hoping to, you know, meet somebody and have a special meaningful connection. So I think if you're online dating, to when you want that when that's your goal it's kind of hard but if you just want to go on there and meet people and date multiple people then yeah that's that's, that's great, great too. too but don't you find that it's like so superficial yeah like i said for me it was a nightmare because i just felt like it was the fetishizing thing again it was just like oh you're so beautiful oh this and all that and it's like it's just not genuine like it's not genuine it doesn't feel I don't know. It doesn't feel genuine at all. It just feels like they they want you and they want to 
see you they want to like take you out or something but do they want to get to know you on a deeper level that's i haven't really had that experience Wow, interesting. And as far as me, I am concerned, uh, dating graphs, I yes, I have been on them. Uh, I find for me that, like, for instance, last night I was able to take a run uh, uh, on, for the first time on the Lionsgate Brig, which was a big deal for me because I have never done anything like that, um, and went out to uh, North Vancouver. And, of course, I don't even know what is popular for North Vancouver. But I always find whenever you're just in the zone of doing what it is that makes you happy, people are attracted to you. And then I was able to meet some some nice and uh, great people out there. So it's just, uh, you know, you, you have these things which are, you know, digital technology and you're right. They they give you a better realm of people. But, um, you know, you can always be you can always be able to uh, meet someone if you are enjoying or, you know, having living your best life. So, yeah, you know, I really thank you guys for stopping by, you, your transparency. I thank you, Samira, for finally telling your sister, Linza, that you're dating Persian, <laughs> her finding, <laughs> finding out how you're, all these, all these, these, I mean, you know, Worldstar couldn't give this many exclusive, right. but it's going down right here in the great northern way. But, uh, yeah, no, so we really appreciate you guys' transparency. Is there any, uh thing you guys want to give a shout out to or uh, any causes or uh, anything you want to give a shout out to your son yes of course my lovely my son um, love him so much he's the best <laughs> yes and and also you Samira is there any cause you want to give a shout out to or anything um not really you want to give a shout out to your boo over there in Montreal? Oh, hey, what's up, Ali? Ali Baba in the house. <laughs> yeah. I love that man. Hey, shout out to you, babe. Girl, yeah, don't let this show close without <laughs> letting that man know. You know, you know he must have been nervous before he knocked. Probably. You know how nervous he probably was? No, actually he wasn't because he was there on the job. So he wasn't even expecting to meet me. What's he, what so that's fate right there, right? Well, then, hey, you know what? But you, were, but you know what? Yes, but here's, here's the kicker. I'm going to leave it like this. But you were open to it. Right. And that's what we need more of in the world. Women have the emotional reservoir for relationships. And thank you for having us, Kevin. Oh, this is fun. This is fun. Hopefully we can do it again some other time. Absolutely. These conversations are so hot. I love it. Yes. All right. We're signing off, y'all. Have a good one. Be kind. Hey, guys. We hope you have been enjoying what you have been hearing. We want to remind you that The Great Northern Way is listener-supported by viewers like you. Please log on to donate at paypal, P-A-Y-P-A-L dot M-E forward slash Kevo, K-E-V-O, Cabell, C-A-B-E-L-L. Or if you can't find it that way, you can go to The Great Northern Way, P-O-D at Gmail to find it on PayPal. On Cash App, you can go to dollar sign K-E-V, all lowercase, C-A-B-E-L-L. That's dollar sign K-E-V-C-A-B-E-L-L. Or Venmo at Kevin, capital K-E-V-I-N, capital A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, capital C. That's Kevin Anthony C. We appreciate you tuning in and stay tuned.